Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars, your host here, Rhonda Holman, with episode number 17. All right, guys, this week I want to talk about how not all dentists are created equal. Here's the deal. When you become a dentist, there's only so much you can do with the personality (laughs) attached to the degree. Uh, There's a lot of amazing dentists out there that maybe just haven't had the growth and need to be the boss that you want them to be, or maybe they're amazing and they don't realize that personality sometimes can't be trained. So let's start by saying, When it comes to dentist personalities, there's the good, there's the bad, and there's the ugly. I'm just going to jump in the deep end and tell you a personal story about the ugly part. (laughs) So I... I don't know if you guys all know this about me, but I was a military wife, so I traveled a lot. So my resume is extremely long, but, you know, for like good reasons, not because I just wanted to travel from office to office because I was getting kicked out, (laughs) but literally because I was moving states. I once took a position at a dental office and uh, the dentist had a reputation. It was already perceived that he was going to be kind of mean, kind of uh, rough on the assistants, but I was like, dude, I got this. I mean, I'm always silver lining half full, right? So I get to the job and the first indicator was the pay was extremely high. And I thought, oh my goodness. It's like, I barely have any experience and you want to pay me X amount of dollars an hour? Seriously? Done. Okay. So that was my first indicator that maybe some of the rumors were true and that these people were trying to pay to get you to stay. Uh, but it was it was probably one of the most negative career choices I had ever made. Against my better judgment, I took the position. And <laughs> I've got several stories, and I was only there two weeks. But one of them was uh, he had done a bridge prep like an hour before lunch. And um, I was in charge of making the bridge temporary. And no biggie, right? This was before digital scanning. This is before, or maybe just the guy didn't want to understand what path of draw was. (laughs) I sat there for an hour trying to make a bridge fit. Once I got the temporaries made, I could not get them to seat. And um, of course, you know, it's lunchtime. Everybody leaves me. I'm stuck in the operatory by myself working on getting this temporary bridge to fit. And I was go-getter, man. I was not going to give up. Clearly, there was something I was doing that was wrong. And, uh, you know, it was before my understanding of path of draw. Uh, He comes back in after lunch and says, you're still here? And looks at me like with this disgust. And then realizes, you know, that there's no way that we can even make a permanent bridge because there is no path of draw. Like, they're they're completely cattywampused. (laughs) Both prips are going both ways, distal mesial. Uh, but it just, he made me feel so bad and no one came and checked on me and said, Hey, what's going on in here? You're working through lunch. Like it was just a very negative work environment, um, just because of the precedent that he'd set up, uh, not hiring quality people that, um, were compassionate and actually embraced the team mentality. Uh, that was just one. Oh my goodness. Another one here's really great. <laughs> uh, luckily, by a cl- disclaimer, this guy is extremely retired, long, long time ago. You'll never find him uh, in, in, you know, complete 
disclosure, I will not submit a name <laughs> to my experience. Uh, but yeah, so another time, the, the dentist was being so rude and so mean, you know, because they didn't train me. No one set me up for a success. I was only set up for failure. But uh, I had a patient look at me when he left the room and said, are you okay? Okay, let's just say this patient, just, just they just finished an injection. You know, that's, that's stressful. I mean, all of us have had some sort of dental work. If you've ever been anesthetized, it's not fun. But instead of me consoling the patient, they turned to me and asked me if I'm okay. What kind of work environment is that? It's not a good one. <laughs> let's just go ahead and say that. If your patient is literally sending verbal condolences to you and uh, can pick up on the cues on like how uh, negative your work environment is, that's a really good indicator, guys. The whole point of me telling you the negatives is so that I can highlight the positives. I want you guys to know that the grass isn't always greener, but sometimes the grass is not existent. It's astroturf. It's fake. <laughs> this guy was so mean that the local dental assisting school took him out of the rotation for clinicals. <laughs> uh, they just, you know, he, he beat up the students and it just, it didn't fly. And the funniest part out of all of this, knowing what I know about that personality for that dentist was the patients that were loyal to him thought that because he was mean and aggressive, that meant he was really good at what he did. I can tell you firsthand, just because someone's mean doesn't mean they're good. And sometimes the really good ones can be really nice too. So if you ever feel uncomfortable or, or endangered with your physical or mental health, go. <laughs> I, you know, I told him two weeks out, I was like, you know what, this doesn't work for me. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> it was the first time in less time I ever used that excuse. I didn't, I didn't want to confront him because uh, I didn't think it would help. He was just at that point in the game where my feedback wouldn't be promoting any kind of growth. So uh, <laughs> luckily he had like the old Pelton Crane units that were huge and took up like the entire operatory. So there was just no room to move. So that was a legitimate excuse. Uh, without having any negative consequences or anything following me. But dentists don't have to be mean. And you don't have to do it. If it makes your heart hurt at the end of the night, you guys, that's not where your dental home is. So this is the part where we talk about the good. And there is way more good than there is bad out there in the dentist world. But here's what I need you guys to understand. If you're just starting out as a dental assistant, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. The point is to learn from them and trying to grow, like trying to, do, you know, do you, do be better, right? Less stress on the doctor. There's um, unfortunately not a lot of classes in dental school that focuses on being a boss, being, you know, a practice leader, being a small business owner. And unfortunately, there's a lot of stress that comes with that. You get out of dental school, you got a ton of debt, you've got a startup practice. Sometimes your fuse is pretty short. And a lot of times the dentist will take it out on the people closest to him. And sometimes that's the person sitting across that chair. I want you to know that if your environment is toxic and it's not promoting self-growth, it's okay to call it. You know, it's okay to say you're not ready for me or I'm not ready for you because 
I just, I need to make sure that this is a good dental home and that I am going to grow with you and feel appreciated. But there are way more good dentists than there are bad. So don't ever be discouraged. Just give them time. If you can stick it out and you can be the rock, do it because it's only good for everybody, right? And if they are making you cry every night, there's lots of dentists, guys. Maybe that just isn't the right relationship for you. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of DA Rockstars, where we're banding together as a dental assisting tribe to do better and be better. And part of self-growth sometimes is understanding when our work environment is toxic and that uh, maybe that dentist is the mean variety or maybe they're the really awesome variety. But understanding what makes your heart happy is key to fulfilling your lifelong career goals. Seriously, guys. And if you ever need to reach out to me, DA Rockstars has a Facebook page. You can message me directly. I don't know if my wisdom will help or my experience, but it's not a bad idea if you're struggling to have a second set of ears, just understand and, and evaluate with you from an outside perspective of what's worth the effort and what's maybe too toxic. So until next time, guys, keep on suctioning.